When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Five o'clock hour, Jay Foreman, Austin Norman, uh, brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients, and an excellent butcher shop. As we mentioned before, Austin, I was, I'm going to actually put in, throw another another team in there just because they, they uh, I think they're in better footing, obviously, uh, than Alabama right now just because Alabama, Alabama has a new coach. But I was going to throw Notre Dame in there. Um, you know, Marcus Freeman's done a good job. I think he's found his way. Nick will tell you once he, uh, you know, became Catholic, he started winning games. That's a <laughs> running joke with Nick. But, I, I, you know, I think with Alabama, it's probably, I'm sure their AD would rather had Nick Saban for one more year. It's kind of a transition year, right? You kind of beat Georgia, showed you can compete with them, had an excellent recruiting class came in, coming in. Has some really defend, good defenders coming back. Another year with Jalen Milrow, right, to, to develop as a passer and as a player and as a leader. And then Nick Saban's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that punches a hole in your whole program, your identity, um, your brand, your brand awareness, the kind of benefit of the doubt that you get. And, here, and Kalen DeBoer is skyrocketed, right, to go from offensive coordinator or head coach at Fresno to, to Washington. Magical year. Now you're at the biggest job that you can ever think of. Um, and then now you got to look, you're looking at Ole Miss is, this is the year for them. Got to be. Missouri. You got Texas coming in. Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Coming in. Um, Tennessee, LSU. Tennessee, LSU. And Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll get to Notre Dame. But I just th- wanted to ask you about Alabama. Every every program, Blue Blood, goes through a dip. I like DeBoer. I think he'll do well. I just think they're in trouble. I think they're in real big trouble in the sense of it's not. It, it, there's never an ideal time to lose a Nick Saban. Right? He's the greatest college football coach of all time. This was not the time. Because I, would, no matter what anybody says, he was their fourth choice. Mm-hmm. They paid him number one money, fourth choice. Granted, you get him at your fourth choice, you're still being really, really good. But 
they wanted Sark and they wanted Lane and you know they wanted one of some others. So, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I don't have much to add. It makes perfect sense to me. Where Alabama is not above faltering, they won the Natty in '92. They were down to four wins and three wins within five years. Yeah, they can fall and fall quick, right? That yeah. my first thought as soon as DeBoer was hired was, okay, there's the infrastructure around him to make it work, right? Even if he, I mean, there's no Nick Saban level coach right now. Sorry, Kirby, you're not quite there yeah. yet. Um, you're not going to follow up Nick Saban with Nick Saban 2.0. No, that doesn't happen. It's never going to happen again. No, you get just. Bear Bryant. You, right. Yeah. Right. As good as Kalen DeBoer is, as much as he's won, there's not another Nick Saban. Right. Yeah. So I think Kalen DeBoer gets it figured out eventually at Alabama. How long that takes, I don't know. But Alabama's not above struggling. Right. No. We see Michigan, another blue blood, go through some downtime. Notre Dame hasn't always been good. Ohio State is really the exception where they've managed to keep their lulls to a year or two. Oklahoma, like when when you were rolling, yeah, Oklahoma they were horrible. wasn't anything, yeah. right? So Colorado, it, well, Colorado's not really a blue blood, blood but right. yeah, I mean they hit hit the apex, you know. And mm-hmm. another thing about uh, Kalen DeBoer is like, what will be the new Alabama um, like expectations, mm-hmm. right? What's their new standard? Because mm-hmm. he, he's won right now. You can't say oh he hasn't won a national championship. He hasn't had enough time yet, but. You got, and this is the funny thing about, Al, you know, Tuscaloosa, and I, I was down there. You know, I've been down there once, and um, I, I would, I think Lincoln's a better city, mm-hmm. right? You can look past all that when Nick Saban's the head coach, and you're winning. You're constantly in the SEC championship. You're, you, you know, you're getting coached by the best of the best. And you're say, only here for three years before you can dip, right? And all that stuff, and it's not that long. Well, Tuscaloosa in the heat in Alabama, not enough to do, and it's not. It won't be as a, as appealing, right? Mm-hmm. With another coach and not in the national title hunt every single year, being in a twelve team playoff at a school like Alabama, where they are at right now, is mm-hmm. not good enough. No, being part of on the short list of teams that realistically should and could win it is what they're used to. And it's a drastic difference. It, it is. And I think, again, I'll go back to the college basketball model, right? Because you look at your blue bloods, your Kansases, Carolinas, Dukes, you know, throw, you know, Kentucky, obviously in there, UCLA, they expect to win national championships. That's what they've done before. But I also think even before a national championship, it's the final four. Yeah. And I think that that's where we're headed with, college football is that college basketball has had so long to wrap its mind around. Yes. Obviously you want to be the national champion at the end of the day, but making it to the final four is a big deal, right? For Nebraska men's basketball, making it to the tournament's a big deal, right? For Alabama football, making it to the 12 team playoff is a birthright. It's going to be an outrage if they don't make it to the 12 team playoff. So that can't be enough, right? Right. They've got to, at the very least host a home game but probably, I think, the more realistic expectation for Alabama, for mm. Ohio State, for Georgia, springing into that new blood conversation, make the Final Four. Trust that your talent's going to be better, but I think college football fans over not even the next five years, next 10, 15, 20 years, will start to get in the mindset of, obviously, we want to win the Natty, but we realize how much of a gauntlet it is yeah. just to get to the Final Four. So I wouldn't be shocked if we start seeing, you know, the equivalent of a Final Four banner for college football. Right. 
And I wanted to ask you between Alabama and Michigan, two in in their own rights iconic coaches leaving. Who who's who's going to face more criticism if they don't reach the expectations put upon them? Right, defending national champion, runner up, mm-hmm. um, in in Bama, or not runner up, but the um, you know, Final Four or college football playoff in Bama. Which one? Be, which one is going to have face more criticism? Because it's different. It's it's too different. Wildly. I think it's going to be easy to get after Michigan mm-hmm. because everybody's going to want to pot. Like you, you, they'll talk about karma and all this other stuff. But then Alabama, you're going to face some criticism because you've always kind of been the known. Yes, I think for me, it's going to be easier to criticize Alabama because I kind of see Michigan's downfall coming. Right. I think Sharon Moore is a good coach. Are you hoping for it or see it? Yes and yes. <laughs> um, I think Sharon's a good coach, but at the same time, Michigan, as big as it is at the apex right now, didn't even try to look anywhere else. Yeah, They know sanctions are coming. They know what they did. And even if they don't get you know beat down by the NCAA because of it, I have an easier time seeing Michigan fall than I do Alabama. Like, I get it. There's no Nick Saban, but it's still Alabama. Like, yeah. Jay, of my lifetime, Alabama's the defining program. Right. That's the dynasty. I don't know a bad Alabama. Like, yeah, I was alive in 2007, you know, but I barely followed college football mm-hmm. at that point. It was just Nebraska. Whatever else was happening was, you know, whatever. Alabama, given how we've talked about the SEC dominance for so long, the Big Ten trying to catch up to that, Michigan will get deserved flack for falling yeah. down. But when I think of Michigan... I still know enough about Michigan being eight and five, yeah. being five and seven with Brady Hoke. Yeah. Um, at the end of Lloyd Carr, not yeah. necessarily living up to expectations. So I'm kind of used to it from them. I'm not used to it from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, I think, the, I mean, we might be all surprised. Kevin DeBoer, look, he has experience and he has a quarterback that's a dude. So that, I mean, you, he's, he's not starting from scratch. No. Um, the, what it takes to win, the, uh, welcoming of hard work, the expectations. That's just in the program. Plus Nick Saban has an office there, so he'll be able to go, he said he'll be able to go out and go off on people uh, you know, regularly if he needs to. Um now flip it over to Notre Dame. I want to ask you the same questions. Do you think Notre Dame potentially now granted I think that they're able to kind of pick and choose what they you know get to do. They have the best of both worlds here you got the brand, you're known as a blue blood and you're independent, you know, and you have a great uh, footprint in, in college football. So you're going to get, they're going to get the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. but just say they don't. And they start off a little slow, even though they have a really good quarterback and Riley Leonard that came over from Duke and, you know, sets up Marcus Freeman to do well. Do you think they're going to face some slack? Because Notre Dame is kind of poisoned themselves, right? When you think of like, it was a Tommy Reese left mm-hmm. and it was based over like Alabama gave more money. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Like this, you're Notre Dame. You're supposed to have unlimited pockets. Mm-hmm. And you know, they, they got rid of um, the wide receiver coach, but the wide receiver coach left because Tommy or the wide receivers left because Tommy Reese left. Yeah. So then you fired the wide receiver coach, brought in another wide receiver coach. And essentially it's a lateral move. So some of the, inner workings doesn't seem very smooth, mm-hmm. which then affects the the play on the field. It absolutely does. And that's where Jack Swarbrick leaving is a big deal. It's huge. You know, yeah. he's a respected, influential voice, not just for Notre Dame, but college football. football. Yeah. So that's a big deal to watch how that transition goes. 
I think Brian Kelly's a better coach than Marcus Freeman. Like, well, sure. I, I, I like Freeman. I, I think he's going to be a good head coach, but I think he can thrive at the the coordinator level. So it wouldn't shock me if you know he has another five years in Notre Dame. Their fringe playoff make it a couple. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. times mm. but never seriously challenge and they they try to take another swing yeah so i i i don't also know what a great notre dame looks like i know they made it to the natty you know against alabama with manti teo and got that smoked one. we all saw that coming i know yeah. they made it to the playoff before they were just never taken seriously it felt like they got to number four because of their blue blood status they, they got in okay yeah they've been pretty good where they're an advantage is they can be flexible in their schedule you know, they can they can look a year, a couple of years, a few years out and say, hey, we have this class. Let's build to this. We can play USC. Navy's on the upswing. OK, yeah. we'll take them instead of Army. Uh, Michigan State want to renew this series. You're good, but not nearly a threat to beat us. They have that flexibility and they have that name recognition you're talking about. But nobody my age takes Notre Dame seriously. Right. Why should the college football playoff committee? They haven't seriously done anything in the playoff. Yeah, I know that's the it, it, like it's the same thing that like Iowa would face. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you could say a little bit with Nebraska, but I think if Nebraska's playing well, it's all going to flip to the positive. Like, man, they really you know play, they really finally turned it around. They look like they're you know respectable. Same thing with Notre Dame. It's always that like buyer's remorse. Will they mm-hmm. show up there and not compete? Heck, the year that they lost to Clemson, they got where, where it was just close, right? <laughs> That was like they won because they hadn't gotten embarrassed. And so it'll be interesting to see how they go, you know, how they, you know, they're always going to have great recruits. They're always going to be a formidable team. But but can they compete with, you know, the teams that, you know, the USC's? Can they even, you know, get in the track meet with USC? Can they, can they beat the teams they need to beat? 
um, to to not only be in the college football playoffs with the top twelve, but then make some noise. Mm-hmm. And another team, uh, when I'm I'm just looking at the final rankings, right? Um, so the final rankings, Notre Dame's out of the top twelve. Penn State's out of there. The yeah. final rankings, um, AP top twenty five. You know, you got LSU at twelve, Arizona, Ohio State at ten, Ole Miss, Missouri standing on business, and Oregon, Florida State, which is Asterisks, right? Because of their quarterback, mm-hmm. Bama, Georgia, Texas, Washington, and obviously Michigan. You got to think that's a that's and then like just outside of the top twelve, Penn State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Okie State, Tennessee, Kansas State, Louisville. One team here at twenty that it's a make or break year for them. That's a national title championship type of program. But obviously, their leader is is wearing thin on the locals and on the nationals. Clemson. Mm. If they fig- if they get back to what made them, good, they're going to be a problem because you can't. It's, you can't. They're not, they're not going to be out coached. Now, granted, they lost uh, Brett Venables, who's obviously at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, but they have a good staff. They got a a, a winning head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to be have a decent enough quarterback you got to get him to get the hero ball out of his game because mm-hmm. that's how they lost some games i mean heck i saw it up close and impersonal the miami game mm-hmm. and it went into like double or triple overtime. they're supposed to run an rpo he's supposed to hand it off he tried to go it and he got hawked down i mean mm-hmm. so clemson could be a problem so when you talk about wet blanket wet blanket like i don't know where clemson will be in the preseason but i'm sure they'll be outside of the top 12 right um and, or, and if they are, they're, they're going to, I'm assuming they're going to be a lower. They're 20 right now, right? That's a team, if they get it going, especially being in the ACC, they could easily sneak in there because they have a little bit easier path, right? Florida State, I think, is a team in transition. Um, right now, USA Today has Clemson at number 11. Right. So they're, the, they're, the, they're that team that I talk about, like 6 to 16, right? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, they're in there. But you're talking about the ability for Clemson at 11 to be fighting and vying and arguing for the t- final five. That's that's their team because if they're able to say NC State, say just where it ended right now, NC State, that'd be a big victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Louisville, right? You got to think the Canes are going to be back, right? According to my dad, they're always back. Um, <laughs> Never North, left, right? Right, North Carolina. So they'll have some teams that they won't be top heavy or like highly ranked. But you'll be able to consistently play ranked teams, and that's how. Hey, say say like just right here. Say it's you know Alabama struggles. Okay, they got two losses. They're outside. Now you move up two just on the on their losses. Then you get a big victory. Say you have an exciting game, right? Mm-hmm. Comeback victory. Clemson's back. They get in there. Next thing you know, now we're going to be back in here in Dabo. Um, talk about both sides of his mouth all the time. Right. Uh, I think Clemson's going to be not all the way back, but that's another program that I think needs expectation management mm. to a big degree because I, without major changes, they're not a serious national championship contender, but they're absolutely a playoff contender. Yeah. Um, what blanket I want to get to is well, I just saw yeah, this. You got to uh, get man. What blanket is active on there, man. You, you need to get on the grill. He seriously does. <laughs> it is perfect weather outside. Get the Mercado, get your grill, grill going. He says a two loss blue blood like Notre Dame is an automatic qualifier. Negative. They lost to Marshall. Negative okay. Ghost Rider, that pattern is full. It is. The new playoff will have seven to nine teams with no chance to win the national championship every year. Correct. That's a, 
Guess yes. what? The NCAA tournament for March Madness has 45 teams yeah. with no chance to win the national championship every year. Do you want to downsize that? No. Do I love the idea of a 12-team playoff? No. I thought eight was fine. I was a big fan of eight. You know, reward yeah. every conference champion. Two at-larges who, who maybe you know, lost their conference championship game that are clearly good enough to compete. It's fine. Yeah, there's only four or five national championship contenders That's in a the, given the, year. That has not We changed. know that. that has not, there's no. all, and I will tell you, there's only four to six teams that can win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And there's actually one team that's going to be in it every year. And then there's three or four or five that are going to try to play like they're going to do it. And that number one team is the Chiefs by with led by Patrick Mahomey. Now, let's look at, since what Blanket has given us the business, um, you know, on the text line, let's look at Notre Dame's schedule. Mm-hmm. This is why two lost Notre Dame has no chance of getting in, mm-hmm. right? They start out at Texas A&M. New coach. We only know where they'll be ranked or if they'll be ranked, right? Mm-hmm. So if you win that, that's something you should do. You play Northern Illinois. Not even, You're not getting any cool points. Nope. Purdue, Miami of Ohio. Okay, Louisville will be ranked, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so that's your, okay, that's, your big, that's your first big challenge, right? Let's just say everything's equal. Texas A&M, you win. Mm-hmm. Stanford, no go. Georgia Tech, no love. Navy, no Man. way. More risk in those games. Georgia Tech can sneak up on you like, like my man, <laughs> like against Miami. <laughs> oh, boy. There was a hangover down there. I'm telling you, man. People were on Penn and Okay. Let's say, okay, so the first one is Louisville. The second one is Florida State. That, to me, is an asterisk because mm-hmm. of the quarterback and where the program is. It was kind of a magical year with Florida State, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say Florida State, they're always going to be immensely talented. It's going to be a viable opponent. And it's at home. Okay. Virginia. No. Army. No. At USC, that game's risky because I'm assuming USC at that point in the season had already dookied in their pants. Mm -hmm. So that win isn't the same USC if you went out there and beat Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush, and all those guys or any other legitimate teams. Mm -hmm. So really, with Notre Dame's record, they only can afford one loss. And then all these other games... They have got to look spectacular mm-hmm. because that's where that's where Notre Dame kind of pigeonholed themselves. Yes, they they're blue blood. Yes, they have brand awareness. Yes, they will get the benefit of the doubt. But if you're thinking about these teams that we never thought we'd talk about of being effective or being a part of this conversation mm-hmm. in the 12 team, the Missouris, the Tennessees, the Ole Miss. Heck, you better hope Kansas don't get busy with the way that they, with. Everybody, the big dogs leaving, mm-hmm. throw in an Oklahoma State if they're starting to light the scoreboard up, and let alone if somehow I was able to to do it, you know, to you know be successful. Let alone, let's not even forget like a Washington, even though they have a new coach, Arizona, they still have a winning traditions or winning roster there with Jed Fish being gone, mm-hmm. or a team, just one of those teams you just like, man, you know, they did some stuff, they had a good off season, but they had a really good season that can sneak up on a Notre Dame. Now, would Notre Dame get the benefit of the doubt, wet blanket, if they're 10-2 and two and another team is 10-2? and two? Yes, they will, but they can't afford to do it based on their schedule. They're not playing Ohio State this year. They're not playing Michigan this year, right? So you don't have the guarantee, and USC has lost his life. Listen, they were talking about my man Lincoln Riley getting up out of there this year. Mm-hmm. He'll, if he's if they play like they played this year, he won't be there when it gets there. No. So then that victory will be just okay. You beat USC and they have 
I don't know, who, whoever the intern. They went Cabo on three. Right. Well, whoever be the, the intern coach, you probably bring back your boy that you, the defensive coordinator that he fired. So, um, <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> Grinch. You know, bring Clay Helton back then. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, Clay got the wrong deal, raw deal. So I think it's, it's going to be interesting because you, as a staff, you have to have this discussion. Yeah. You can't just, and I get it, the most important game is the first one. The most important day is the day that you're in and then the next one. Mm-hmm. But the the time that you allocate to looking at the schedule based on either what you see in spring or what you hope to see in spring or whatever, you got to understand that this is part of it now. This 12-team mm-hmm. play, this is where the excitement comes in. And you can, in wet blanket, you can have excitement about this knowing six out of 12 teams legitimately have a chance. And mm-hmm. it's the styles make fights and who's healthy and wh- how, who's on a roll and playing. So, Anyways, um, you know, NCAA talk, a lot of stuff with the Blue Bloods, who's going to be able to survive and who uh, and prosper. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about some basketball. We're going to talk about um, shaking hands after the game, the line, right? Because we've seen it a couple times. And obviously, it blew up last night. Then we're going to talk about Rick Pitino. We'll, 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 I, I mean, when you double down on it, I, I like it. But dang, Rick. I'm going to look at because I can guarantee you, if you're standing there and you throw me a pass, I am getting out of the way and hope it busts you dead in your head because <laughs> I'm out of here anyways. <laughs> anyways, uh, Jay Forward, Austin Orbit. Uh, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.